Hello, today I'll be talking about the rise of the modern left. I did a lot of digging, and if we look at communism, which is what a lot of um, the leftists promote, this cultural Marxism, I'm sure many of you have heard of it, especially with the BLM riots. Um, the thing about communism is that they believe that you have to take away all religion, in pretty much any kind of morality, aside from the state, away from their people, in an effort to make it to where they're completely subservient to their government, unquestioning anything, or doing anything aside from what the state wants. Here's a little, here's some facts about communism. They mercilessly slaughter um, their people. They have the highest death toll, in fact, of any recorded government. The person who first spawned the idea, Karl Marx, actually had a very sad life. He was kicked out by many countries for his ideas, and when he finally settled down with a woman, he actually spent all of the money that they made on beer and starved his kids to death. Only one survived, actually, because he spent all of the money on himself while his idea that he was promoting was bettering everyone, which is pretty ironic. But that's the founder of communism, Karl Marx. Um, the, the Communist Manifesto began in um, Britain in an underground kind of style because it was a very controversial and hated ideology. I mean, Karl Marx was kicked out of France. He was kicked out of Britain. He was kicked out of so many other places. And so he had to go, like, completely underground because he was kicked out of everywhere. I mean, he tried to open up a newspaper, even, in France, and they kicked him out because of his insane views. But now, um, in today's world... His views are not only accepted, unfortunately, but they're even influencing our culture, our cultural norms. And I was digging some, I was doing some research, um, digging up how this happened, how we went from, you know, you look at the, the 20s, the roaring 20s, the 30s, we had high moral values then, you know, um, Women were very much more, um, well, obviously clothed, but, I mean, men were real men. They took care of their families. They raised families. They, um, so many of them, like, lived God-fearing lives. I mean, of course, not everyone. I mean, no generation has ever been perfect, but... You know, they, they were way more God-fearing than our generation is today. By, like, without a doubt. You know, so I was looking at how communists work and how they bring their ideas. And it's really interesting. They actually, if all else fails, if they can't appeal to the adult audiences, one of their tactics is they'll actually 
go through the schools, which is what we definitely see today. I mean, you go to the college campuses, full to the brim with um, leftists, and not even just people that want that are okay with disagreeing, but these are like violent, no joke, communists that say that if you don't agree with them, well, then you're just like subhuman, you know. And I found some really interesting quotes too. This one's from Ronald Reagan: "Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction." We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on t- for them to do the same. Or one day, we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. How horribly sad it is that we're almost on the brink of this. You know, you can say I'm dramatic, but I mean... We get our rights stripped of us every year that goes by. I heard somewhere that it's like 2,500 new regulations every single year in America. You know, where does that progress to? And that's another thing about communism. They have this totalitarian um, system where the news they control, any source of media they control... Pretty much, I mean, if you've read 1984, um, the only thing you really own in the communist world is your brain. And if you dare to use your voice and talk about it at all, you can be tortured, killed, picked up in a big black van, never seen again. I mean, when China, with the Hong Kong thing going on, Um, One guy made, um, I think he made like a meme, if I remember correctly, about the police. Oh, no, it was about motorcycles. They were, um, the communist police were doing something about motorcycles, which is like the main transportation in China because of the amount of people. They can't all have cars on the roads and not, they can't afford them either. But anyway, so the police were doing something with the motorcycles and this guy said something about it in the comments and they literally tortured him. Like I saw the video and this guy was in bars, like not even just like rope restraints. They literally barred him in like cattle and tortured him for a comment. Another thing that, um, communists, I mean, I've already said this, but they don't allow religion either. Um, or they very much, like, degrade it and oppress it. Even the Bible in China, they have altered substantially. Like, there's the part about the adulteress that Jesus has mercy on. They actually took that part and made it to where Jesus allowed everybody to stone her. I mean, like, they completely alter things so that it's not even the truth anymore but that's pretty subpar with the pretty much any government today but this is on an entirely other level there was another chinese person that said it's amazing that here in america everybody pays attention to the news 
because in China, we've already figured out that they're just lying to you, you know, trying to push their own agenda, which I think there's a lot to be said about that, you know, how sad it is that you can't even trust your news anymore because all they do is lie to you to push their own agenda. But that's the world we live in, you know. Um, but we look at where all this started, right? And that was around the time after World War II. Um, I have my own theory that they figured out that they couldn't beat America in a physical war. So they decided to go underground in a culture war. Because Vladimir Lenin actually said that America won't fall to communism through a war. It'll fall like an apple into our hands. Which is pretty scary. I mean, he predicted, predicted that a long time ago. Um, and here we are today, right? So we have the... This indoctrination of our youth ever since really the like 70s and the 80s and even before that a little bit in the 60s, the civil rights movement. I mean, we had lots of great strides with that, you know, like obviously equality and everything, you know, segregation being um, taken down. But we also had a lot of like changes that brought just complete degeneracy, like total degeneracy. And one of those is uh, they tampered with marriage. They made it to where divorce, if you do a no-fault divorce, it's, let's see, I have it actually here in front of me. A no-fault divorce um, for the entire proceeding is only five to $7,000. Whereas an at-fault divorce, which is what we used to have, where somebody had to be at fault in the marriage for it to be ended. And there had to be a court and everything. I mean, there still has to be one. But it used to be so much harder to destroy a marriage. But that was 40 k per party. So b- both um, people had to shell out $40,000 if they wanted to split. So you had to be dang sure when you married that person that you wanted to be with them for the rest of your life. I mean, that's really how it should be, you know? That's what marriage is. It's a construct from God so that it can perfectly mirror um, himself and the church. I don't know if um, you guys knew that. I'm sure a lot of you did because many of you are Christian, but that's what marriage is supposed to mirror. It's supposed to mirror the um, God and the church. There's so many verses on that, and I might do a segment on that later. But um, we completely moved away from the contractual nature of marriage, and society has just declined ever since then. I mean, you look at today now, and I think it's like 50% of the nation is um, divorced. It's... Horrifically sad. Horrifically sad. And now we even have um, porn everywhere. I mean, I I heard a statistic one time that 91% of men have now either watched or are addicted to porn. 
in like 74% of women. Um, I found this out just a little while ago, but porn actually directly translates in Latin to prostitute. This is literally prostitution packaged up and bundled. And I mean, a lot of these women aren't even, they don't even choose this profession. A lot of it is rape, which is horrifically sad. It's disgusting. But because of money, nobody takes it down. And um, this was another part of that Marxist movement that we had that ushered this in under the... um, That's another thing about communists. They actually see through our stuff like the Bill of Rights and all of these great rules that we have set up, and then they'll, like manipulate them to push their agenda. So on the basis of the freedom of speech, they'll put that in as art, right? So now we have women being raped on a screen as art because of this agenda that they've been pushing to completely crush the morality of America. Um... These people are completely insane. I mean, you look at the Bolshevik Revolution, that's really what Antifa's pushing for, you know? I mean, you saw the riots, everybody did. Um, Antifa going through raping, killing, pillaging, I mean, just burning entire cities to the ground. Um, And they even said it. They said, we want a revolution. I mean, and these people... It's just insane. I mean, they they kill... It's insane. And then the media doesn't even contest it. This is the same thing. I mean, it's totally corrupt. They go through and burn an entire city down, and CNN just reports it's a mostly peaceful protest, you know? Oh my gosh. So ever since the 60s and the 80s, really all through that time period, we've had legislation come through again and again, just further destroying our morals. I mean, remember way back in the like 70s, um, that was really like the start of the LGBT um, movements. But at first, um, remember it was just don't, do smear the queer, right? I mean, of course, harming anybody, um, it's pretty unfortunate, but then it was, then we want to get married. And then everybody was like, okay, well, you know, I I personally don't agree with, um, homosexuals being able to get married. I believe that they should be able to have a civil union, but because of my Christian faith, I believe that marriage is a Um, Christian construct and um, homosexuality is something explicitly um, rejected by God in all over the Bible. I mean, you can look at first Chronicles that has an entire large portion of scripture devoted to denouncing homosexuality and Leviticus 22 specifically calls it an abomination. So, But anyway, 
this was passed and um, gay marriage is everywhere now. And then we have abortion, the Roe v. Wade. I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, the lady that was in Roe v. Wade actually completely regretted everything. She hated that her name is now on there. Well, not her name. I um, They put it under something else. But the lady completely is saddened by what she did. But now that has caused the death of 60 million Americans. Over that now. That, I, that was last year. Over 60 million Americans have been murdered in the womb by Roe v. Wade. The lady that set up Planned Parenthood, I know many lefties don't know this, and it's really sad, but I believe her name is Margaret um, Sanger. I could be wrong about that, but oh my gosh, she, black people, she called black people human weeds that need to be uprooted from society. I've even seen videos of people saying, like, giving money to Planned Parenthood, like, donations in order to literally fund abortions for certain ethnic groups. Planned Parenthood is just a company of ethnic cleansing. And then it's defended by an entire political party. And then we have all these people running around saying that we should respect the other side. I mean, seriously, if you really look at the facts, that's like asking us to support, you know, the concentration camps. Well, not support, but be okay with the concentration camps and respect the Nazis. I mean, seriously? Seriously. It's completely despicable. But anyway, so the communists have completely infiltrated our school systems today. Um, and I really believe that that's the, the, the youth that we're seeing today where there's so many guys dancing around on places like TikTok wearing furry suits of animals and being homosexual and... You see all these um, women being completely degenerate and sleeping with, like, 52 men. I mean, this is all the product of communism coming through and saying that you should have to be tied down to um, religion and marriage and basically anything good. So the children have now completely been indoctrinated with this. And so now we have men dancing around in bikinis all over America. Hitler actually wrote in his book Mein Kampf, and I think he would know, right? Because he had the Hitler youth camps that brought Germany the armies of World War II. Um, written in the 1920s, Hitler said, whoever has the youth has the future. 
and it's not looking great. All of this insane... I mean, so many people I know think that people that talk like this are conspiracy theorists, but... I mean, what conspiracy theories aren't coming true nowadays, right? I mean, everything that we thought was just conspiracy theory has actually been laid out in facts now. It's insane. And this is not conspiracy. I mean, you can seriously just look this up for yourself. Just look up the history of communism. There's actually a really great source on YouTube. Um, it's called The Smoking Hat. They've got a section on um, how to spot communism, actually. And in that, they talk a lot about, um, even back in the 60s, I mean, this is like black and white vintage video. And they talk about how they're trying to infiltrate the schools all the way back then. Which really makes sense because now we have, I mean, look at our society. Completely degenerate. And they talk about how um, a lot of times communists will, like, call you and stuff and make it seem like you're supporting something American. But kind of like, you know, if you look at the terms and service for some of those big companies, they have some, like, completely insane things in there. It's like signing over your firstborn, you know. That's how they operate they'll make it seem really nice on the surface and very pro-God, pro-America. But then when you actually vote them in or sign the legislature in, it's completely un-American. I mean, it's kind of like a lot of the Republican and GOP party today. They make this stand of being the party for America and supporting the Constitution, but then they turn around and completely trample it. In today's modern age, people have turned a blind eye to the dangers of communism. This leaves us in grave danger because of the threat that communism poses. And we have to educate all of our fellow countrymen so that we can avert disaster, because otherwise we will be destroyed by communism. We'll be left with nothing, both literally and figuratively, except an un-American and totalitarian regime eradicating everything we once held dear. We must unite and defend our youth, defend our schools, and keep ignorance and unpatriotism at bay, or we'll become another victim of the greatest civilization killer of all. This election just proved so much. I mean, I'm speechless at what's happened. I was, I had an election party actually at my house with um, some of my close friends and we were watching as, I mean, we all saw the rallies. I mean, those were, we had an entire sea of MAGA supporters at every rally and then we kept looking and then all of these states 
just Fox News totally tanked that day. And then we found out that they were burning ballots, throwing them out, ripping them on video. I mean, they were even the people that were supposed to be making sure that it was fair couldn't even get in. They were putting literally cardboard over the windows. How suspicious is that? Seriously, if nothing else, putting cardboard over the windows so that they couldn't see. Pulling giant hundreds of thousands of ballots out of crates underneath tables after everybody's gone to sort them yourselves? Really? And then they... I mean, America is just full of sheep at this point. I mean, the fact that all that has to happen is some news stations have to get together and publish a story. Even though we have documented videos, all they have to do is get together and publish one story. And then the majority opinion flips. It's like they have this button in them that anytime these communists, I mean, seriously, these people are evil, push something, they automatically just listen to it. It's insane. They don't do any of their own research. They just hear and believe. Horrifically sad. And now with, um, I mean, we have the end of 2020 now, right? So just to recap, last year, December of 2019, um, we had COVID begin in China. And fast forward to like the March, May, June, July, masks implemented. We had the riots and everything. Just a quick little recap of 2020. We got the murder hornets, if you remember those little guys. Um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all of those riots. Which, I mean, I, I, I could do a whole other segment on those alone because of all the circumstances surrounding both of those. I mean, they found high levels of fentanyl and so many other drugs in George Floyd's bloodstream that they actually, the coroner said that he would have died anyway. Um, and they even found that he had COVID, which tampers with your... Um, respiratory system. So I, I actually believe that even if the cop um, hadn't kneeled on his neck, he probably would have died of the same reason, suffocation. I mean, he had high toxic levels of fentanyl and COVID at the same time. I mean, this poor guy was not doing it right. I don't know too much about the Breonna Taylor case. I know that she was shot by the police and that um, her and her boyfriend had been posing with guns and stuff online. 
and that um, it was a, they had knocked, the police had knocked and nobody was answering and that there was gunfire exchanged. So I don't know too much about that one, but George Floyd was hung on fentanyl when he died. So as a conclusion, I guess, kind of returning to what Ronald Reagan said, freedom is never more than a generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children or our bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day, we will spend our sunset years telling our children, and our children's children, what it was once like in the United States when men were free.